0: Welcome back, everyone, to a m- most likely much shorter episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am Larry.
1: I am Justin. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I think we could. Do, I think we could do three hours. I think we could do another three hours.
0: Yeah. We could do three hours tonight. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we re- agree never on a Thursday again? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we want to say thank you again to Ariel and Rachel for coming on. That was a really really fun review. Yeah, it was absolutely. a beast to edit, but it was a, <laughs> such a fun review. Especially going back through listening again. I love recording with them, and it was just an absolute blast. Uh, Hopefully, everyone enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, And just let us know. Uh, Show notes? I really don't think we have anything to get up off the front. No,
1: I don't think so.
0: All right. So with that, what's been new, Jay?
1: Oh, shit. Um, Oh, man, no. It'll be up when I when this it'll it won't be up yet One night, okay i'm still playing a game that is fucking incredibly long that i can't talk about i'll be able to talk about yep. it next week um and then i've been playing the last of us part two remaster i can say that now because the yep. review stuff went up yesterday i like it it's i mean it's like a ten dollar upgrade path and you get like a bunch of new shit with it so i think it's worth i have it.
0: the first remaster and the second remaster on my uh wish list on steam
1: Is the second remaster on steam
0: I have some Last of Us Part 2 I thought on my wish list. Maybe it's not the remaster. Because I am going to go through it again. Because okay. we've always talked about re-reviewing yeah. the first one.
1: I There is a mode in this remaster that, like, focuses in on the combat that I really enjoy. I spent, like, fucking 30 hours playing that single, like, oh, wow. mode. Okay. It's great. Um, but, yeah, it, it. I mean, it's The Last of Us 2, but with, like, new shit. They added in, like, a bunch of, like... Valve style, lost levels with like developer commentary, which is always really cool, um man, I've been playing something else oh, uh oh no, I can't talk a bit uh, <laughs> uh sorry, I'm like thinking in my head, yeah, I just you gotta still get a sheet,
0: buddy gotta get just, the sheet going.
1: yeah, well, yeah, next time, uh, I say that now, but um yeah, just okay. a bunch of shit I can't talk about how well, soon though, very very soon um okay. movie wise, I started watching Saltburn. Yeah, how was it? it was really fucking boring.
0: So I was going to watch it because I liked uh, their first movie from the director. Okay, um, the one that Rachel hates. I forget what it's called down The top of my head. Someone with the girl who uh, gets revenge on people who raped her friend.
1: Young, you know what? You're promising pretty, young, young promising woman. Promising young woman. Yeah. Oh, that's the same person.
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the reason why I haven't watched it is because I've just seen so much about it online. And it's like, I want to wait for, like, all this hype to go away and just, like, watch it at my own time. So
1: that's kind of what brought me to watch it is Michelle had been seeing, like, people talking about how oh, fucking It's crazy. everywhere. It's people, everywhere. I, I mean, it's not – I haven't seen anything, but Michelle was okay. like, oh, it's it's everywhere. People are talking about how crazy it was. We got, like, an hour and a half in, and I fell asleep. Okay. Um, yeah. There was, like, one part that I – i guess everybody on the internet was freaking out about it the dance but I, scene but i was like oh if this is what people are freaking out about like i must be really fucked up because this does not phase me <laughs> whatsoever okay um so i watched that not great um i restarted watching um holy fuck I, my mind is just going uh peaky blinders oh okay yeah just fun you know I i'm only like two episodes in um and then i've been watching the great still very slow rolling that um mm-hmm. and then did i tell i don't know if i talked about it last week that i watched the dark Knight. no yeah i watched the dark Knight. um i watched it in parts because i'm an old man now and i can't watch the three-hour movie um yeah. it, dude that movie's still so fucking good <laughs> um <laughs> and then i also re-watched the batman uh because it was leaving netflix on the 17th so i was like i should i i haven't seen this since like i originally watched it in theaters so okay i liked it it's still good yeah i'm still very excited for whatever yeah whatever comes next um and other than that i watched young frankenstein which we're here to talk about but frankenstein yeah frankenstein but i didn't watch it until about six o'clock tonight Oh shit! And I made my kids watch it with me. Oh fun! Okay. <laughs> so, my daughter didn't give two shits about it. Um, my son enjoyed it enough to the point where I talked him into we're going to watch Spaceballs on Saturday.
0: You want to watch uh, Blazing Saddles? That's the same joke I made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, uh, good. I'm getting the
0: dad jokes in. I'm getting closer. Yeah.
1: I know. I was like, oh, all right. We watch Young Frankenstein next time. Next up is Blazing Saddles. So, <laughs> Yeah no, uh,
0: I will probably watch *Blazing Saddles*. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna do it this year. Remember, we talked about it.
1: Yeah, I will listen. There is no ends to the amount of times I will watch a Mel Brooks movie. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna watch uh, we're gonna watch *Spaceballs* on Saturday because I figure Fun. he he loves *Star Wars*, so I figure that might be more his shtick than *Young Frankenstein*. And he was mm-hmm. like, he wasn't super excited about it, but he was like in it enough to follow it. Sure. And, like, understand what was going on. For the most part, obviously, the big dick stuff. Not really, but, you know, uh, uh Yeah, but uh, I think that's it for me. What about you?
0: Um, So, for me, TV-wise, I'm up to date on Hell's Kitchen. Obviously, that's a nice episode because we're recording. Um, But that's almost over. I watched some more Black Lagoon. I have, like, four episodes left of that. And then Dracula is over. Um, right. I'm not really happy with who won just because I feel like there were two other monsters who were better, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Movies. I watched Rambo First Blood Part 2. Oh, wow. I haven't seen a fucking Rambo movie in a long time. I'm loving it. Uh, I watched Young Frankenstein, and then for Devin's birthday this week, we went and saw The Beekeeper. (sighs) That sounds... It's Jason Statham's new movie. Oh, of course. (laughs) If you want... To watch something that is just a popcorn-enjoying film, this is it. Like, I gave it a seven. Um And this isn't really... Are you going to watch it? No. (laughs) All right. Spoilers for the next, like, 30 seconds for the beekeeper, if you're interested. It starts off with Jason Statham being a farmhand for this old woman, and it ends up with him trying to kill the president of the United States. The fuck?
1: Okay, dude. All right, th- and that's, and that's
0: what it was. This whole movie was like, "What the fuck is going?" But it was fun. It was it was fun. Devin said it was a perfect movie. I just think she likes Jason Statham. Uh, games playing more Persona Five Royale. Uh, I started up Ring Fit. Um, just to- wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You can't just glaze over Persona Five that fast. Where are you in Persona Five? I'm still, still in
0: the. F- I'm still in the first tower because I wait. I knew what you said. I waited until like four days before it closed. Yeah. And just did a bunch of sides. Of like I got a job. I went and bought the TV. Went to the library. Like the game is just a lot of fun. It's just a ton of fun.
1: Can I make a suggestion now that you're a little bit into it?
0: Yeah. Study
1: when it's raining out. Because there's a there's a boost
0: I saw for the crosswords yeah, and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, you get a boost and stuff.
0: So. But it's just been fun. I'm a I'm a I'm a test subject for the doctor. Hell yeah. It's what? Just, what, I, what? How? What are your
1: bond levels? You can't just like fl- go past this stuff so quick. This is like my shit.
0: Bond levels. That's your friendship with your friends. Yeah. Um, I the highest I'm at right now is with the skull guy. Hmm. Um. But I think the second is actually the the shopkeeper whose place you live in.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I tried to become more friends with Anne. And like she just yeah wants some to go some of that stuff pedophile. will be
1: like yeah some of that stuff will be like which is wild like
0: this game's first oh. boss is a fucking pedophile oh dude it, it fucking goes like it is it is like obviously like
1: colorful
0: and like fun
1: it's got a really dark story
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was able to renew it from the library i'm trying to find a used copy of it for the switch about the one store I went to only had it brand new. I don't want to, I, I might end up paying 60 bucks for it because I can only renew it one time from the library.
1: If you're going to buy it, well, I guess you've already put some time into. it. I was going to say you should do it on PC, but.
0: Yeah. If, if I hadn't already, I think I'm like eight hours and I, I said, I, I'm, just, I'm just walking around a fucking around. A drop in the bucket. I, I, it's, just, it's just crazy because like all this time will go by. I was like, holy fuck. Like it's, it's just a really fun game. It's a It's a legitimately it's a very fun game. game. Yeah and it's it's, i'm just i'm just really enjoying it uh then galarians i started that that's a review next week and then i said ring fit um books i'm halfway through iron flame uh okay. i i love it the p said the first one was trash and he assumed this one's trash but like if you liked harry potter growing up if you liked aragon growing up and if you liked if you like a little bit of sex and smut this is for you okay <laughs> like the the, the, the the one of the bad guys in this book reminds me a lot of professor umbridge
1: okay okay
0: and she's like one of my favorite villains ever like in any kind of media i just think like the the pink coated smiling sadistic thing is like just terrifying yeah and i i i'm enjoying it and then i started stormbreaker which is an alex ryder book did you read those when you were a kid i
1: don't even know who that is
0: So, it's like it's about this young kid whose uncle gets mysteriously killed, and he finds out he was a secret spy for the British government. And so now he has to be a spy. Okay. It's just an audiobook to listen to. It's a short audiobook. And then other stuff the Dolphins lost, so they're out. So, football and all its facets are over for me, unless you can score me a review copy of NCAA 25. Not going to happen. (laughs) Keep me in mind uh but now it's on to march madness and spring training for baseball jesus you just sports never stops yeah and the thing is for me like these are the sport like like tonight i was watching michigan state basketball and it's like it was just on in the background like i had the tv muted and i was reading while it was on sports is just nice because it's like you said it's always on like there's always because it's it's always something you can just turn to to have on the tv so it's nice
1: sorry i'm I'm looking up this video game (laughs) Which one? Uh, Oh, it's EA.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fuck EA. (laughs) I know. And everyone is terrified because the last one, like all the NCAAs that came out, like always, like people love them. But EA and Madden have just been shit the last few years. So people are terrified that this is just going to be like a Madden clone. It will be, you know that, right? I know. But I haven't bought a football game for a long time
1: time to change that
0: but yeah i'll probably do it but with that you want to talk about some mel brooks my friend
1: i guess so let's do it if you're blue and you
0: don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits? different types who wear a day coat pants with stripes or cut away coat perfect fits
1: dressed up like a million dollar trooper trying mighty hard to look like gary cooper
0: come let's mix where rockefellers walk with sticks or rumbarellas in their midst Young Frankenstein is a 1974 American comedy horror film directed by Mel Brooks and co-written by Brooks and the star of the film Gene Wilder. So this is the first time we've talked about Mel Brooks, but it's the second time we brought him up because his son, Max, wrote Devolution and World War Z. Yeah. Uh, films that Mel Brooks has directed include The Producers, Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, and Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, I
1: forgot. We're going to get to watch Robin Hood. <laughs>
0: Gene Wilder is one of my personal favorite actors of all time and some of his most famous roles include Willy Wonka, Jim the Waco Kid from Blazing Saddles, and a ton of other roles opposite Richard Pryor in Silver Streak, Stir Crazy, and See No Evil, Hear No Evil. The film also stars Peter Boyle as the monster, Marty Feldman as Igor, Terry Garr as Inga, and Madeline Ka Am I going blind? Con. Wow. It's been a day. That's Elizabeth. So Peter Boyle, for me, whenever I see him... All I think about is Frank Barone from Everybody Loves Raven.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, same here.
0: But I didn't know this. He won an Emmy for a guest role on The X Files.
1: Oh, interesting. What episode was
0: he? In? It, the episode is from season three, Justin. It's called Clyde Bruckman's Final Response. And it's a Monster of the Week, so you can just watch that one episode. It's from okay. season three, and he plays Clyde Bruckman. I would recommend it if you haven't watched it. And like I said, it's a Monster of the Week, so you can just watch that one episode and not get have to know like, all the lore and shit going on yeah uh, Feldman is very popular in British media with roles in the BBC radio program Round the Horn and the Marty Feldman comedy machine Gar has been in a bunch of great films such as Close Encounters of the Third Kind Tootsie which she was nominated for an Oscar and Mr. Mom Conn appeared in many of Brooks' films and was nominated for an Oscar for her role in Paper Moon and she was also in City Heat and Clue uh, obviously, this is a parody of the two Universal films that we just reviewed over the last two weeks. Much of the lab equipment was created by Kenneth Strickfadden, who also created the stuff for the 1931 film.
1: Interesting. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, all right.
0: Brooks shot the film in black and white, employed iris outs, wipes, phase the black, in the classic opening and closing credits in order to evoke the classic Universal film feel. The film was nominated for two Academy Awards, Best Sound and Best Adapted Screenplay. Shot on a budget of $2.8 million, the film grossed 86.2 at the box office. Okay. Some trivia. The shifting hump on Igor's back was an ad-lib gag. Marty Philman had been shifting the lump back and forth for several days when cast members finally noticed. They then added it to the script. <laughs> Gene Hackman ad-libbed the blind man's parting line, I was going to make Espresso. The scene immediately fades to black because the crew erupted into fits of laughter. Hackman was unable to repeat the line without laughing, so the take in the film is the original take. Gene Hackman was uncredited when the movie originally released in theaters.
1: That's wild.
0: Gene Wilder has stated this is his favorite film of all the ones he has made. In 1974, Aerosmith took a break from a long night of recording to see this movie. Steven Tyler wrote the band's hit "Walk This Way" the morning after seeing the movie, inspired by Marty Feldman's first scene, the "Walk This Way" scene.
1: My uh, anytime I talk to my dad about Young Frankenstein, that's what he always. That's like his (laughs) his his uh, his, uh, line. He likes to coin all the time. Okay, okay.
0: And the Walk This Way gag, done by Marty Feldman, was going to be cut from the final version. But it was so much popularity that Mel Brooks included variations of it in History of the World Part 1 and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. The candles the actors were holding while exploring the castle at night were made of aluminum pipe with 100-watt bulbs concealed inside. A wire ran up each actor's sleeve and down the pant leg, so in addition to remembering their lines, they had to keep the wires and bulb out of view. Yeah. The experiment the medical student mentions, where Darwin preserved a worm in fluid until it came to life, is mentioned in Mary Shelley's foreword to the novel Frankenstein. The Darwin in question was Erasmus Darwin, the grandfather of Charles Darwin.
1: Interesting. Okay, I kind
0: of <laughs> forgot about that. That was during the boring stuff, I think. <laughs> Summary of this movie: We have Frederick Frankenstein, who very much does not want to be associated with his I think grandpa, grandpa? grandpa's yeah uh, studies into the macabre. Uh, but then he gets an invite to go to the cabin cabin the castle (laughs) and he gets there and he meets inga who wants to take a roll in the hay on the way up there he meets igor and when they get up there they start hearing music and they go down in the basement and discover the lab uh at this point frankenstein throws all his convictions to the wind and decides to do it himself Uh, similar to the first movie we get a bad brain in this one and we get uh the monster version we have here uh, a lot of similar notes to Frankenstein that we yeah. had in the previous one, including the scene with the girl not wanting to get thrown in the <laughs> yeah. water. Uh, instead, she gets thrown back into her bed. Um, but Frankenstein wants to show that the monster is more human than that. But because of his brain, he's still afraid of fire, and the people are just terrified of him. So Frankenstein creates this experiment where he kind of parts part of his brain into the monster... Uh, the monster then gives an eloquent speech to the mob where they all decide to go home and just have their potluck dinner or whatever it was thank you instead of killing the monster uh, the monster ends up with uh, Frankenstein's original fiance who now is sporting the famous bride haircut Mm -hmm. uh, after a good piping I guess we would say (laughs) wow yeah that's a great way to put it And then uh, Frankenstein is with Inga, his assistant, and part of the monster's brain is in him, which allows him to deliver a good piping.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing, is that's what he inherited from the monster, is his uh, enormous penis.
0: His libido. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh... Yeah. So this is a horror comedy, so we'll be doing plot, cinematography, audio, and then How Scary Funny and justin i know when i texted you about doing this you were all in so i'll let you go first talk to me about the plot
1: i mean i think the plot is i think it's really fucking funny if i'm being honest i think it's so fucking funny it does in like a weird way it does a really good job of like incorporating elements of the two movies because i mean we even have like a whole blind man scene and it's like obviously like the same scene but done for comedic effect same with the girl done for comedic yep. effect but like the whole scene and it's just uh, I mean we have like obviously like the turn where the villagers obviously don't kill him mm-hmm. quote unquote slash fade to black whatever not kill him whatever you want to call the end of the first one Um, it's done for like more comedic uh, to a comedic effect and I think it does a really good job of especially if you like us having just watched those two it's kind of crazy like how well it merged the two stories in like obviously in, like its own fucking mel brooks wacky way um but yeah no i really like the plot of this like it, it's there are points obviously where like he just kind of throws his convictions out the window <laughs> in, like the span of like fucking two minutes and his fiance, the heart, she, she was kind of thrown aside very quickly. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I don't really have like any like huge glaring issues. It's just like a few minor ones. Like I said, like his,
0: yeah, his sudden turn. It's been so long since I've seen this movie. And like you said, you said it best is having watched the original Frankenstein and the original bride really led me to appreciate the, care and the craft that Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder did in writing this script because they, like you said, they take so many of those iconic scenes from the original and spin them to be funny and obviously we had Scary Movie, Not Another Teen Movie, like those were pretty good and I think one day we'll probably do a Scary Movie at some point but it's it's just... It, it has that same charm that Scary Movie did, right? Where it's funny. Where it's yeah. like, it's witty. It's not just like dumb humor. There, there are some like crude jokes. But overall, it's just like, there's just something so brilliant about the way it does it. And I'm not sure if it's just my love of Gene Hackman, but the entire cast does it. Like, Inga is just so funny. Igor oh, we'll is get into hilarious. That. Yeah, we'll get into and it's that, just, but yeah, And it's just like, the way the lines are delivered. And when I was doing some research on this, a lot of that stuff was ad-libbed.
1: Oh yeah, dude. That's like the way Mel Brooks operates.
0: Well, it's funny, Mel Brooks. When I was reading about it. He, he was getting into fights with Gene Hackman, not Gene Hackman, with Gene Wilder, because Gene wanted to include some of these stuff, like one of the scene, the, the dance scene. Yeah. Um, put on the put ritz. on the ritz. But, yeah. Apparently, Which, better Mel
1: Brooks, be the fucking music <laughs> leading into
0: this. Mel Brooks wanted to cut it because he thought it distracted too much from the original Universal spoof and apparently him and Gene Wilder got into this big fight and then Mel Brooks called Gene Wilder later that night and it's like, who is that man in your room? Obviously he doesn't know what he's talking about. You tell him to shut up, we're including the scene. And it's just, I I don't know, it's just like two really brilliant minds putting a lot of thought into it and then trusting the actors they employed to like raise it to another level. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just reverence for the original source material. And... I think we saw it with Cabin in the Woods did something very similar and even Tucker and Dale versus Evil right yeah. it's like you're not making fun of what came before you're honoring it and just doing a, a comedic twist to it yeah and I just thought the plot was great like like you said all the callbacks the blind man the little girl the bride the the mob the brain like, it's just all these things just add up to this brilliant Really I think
1: it's plot. because they had, like, a love for the source material. Like, you can tell it wasn't just, like, thrown together for, sla- like, slapstick. Yeah, effect. like
0: like, like the, the action movie, whatever it was, or whatever. Like, Yes. Like, there's yeah. really stupid shit out there, and this is not that. This is yeah. a – it's, like you said, it's some of the best to ever do comedy. And yeah. they bring it here. And we talked about this before. When you have something that's fantastic, it's hard to kind of do anything. Like, this is just a movie – that you need to watch i would honestly say watch frankenstein and Bride of frankenstein first so you can appreciate yes. it but like this is just top tier comedy i gave it a 10 for plot yeah i did too cinematography um i'll go first in on this one
1: okay
0: when we went down to the lab it literally could have been taken straight from the 1931 set
1: well, and that's why I wasn't actually sure if, like, the if the voiceover we hear, was that from the 37 movie, sure. or was that... Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, because, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, oh, we're back. Uh, yeah. And, uh... Oh, yeah, sorry, anyways, keep going.
0: No, you're good, and, it, and it's just, like, filming it in black and white, doing the cuts. Like, this movie came out in the mid 70s like in, yeah. when i was doing the research the studio tried like five or six times to stop it from being in black and white and mel brooks like literally threatened to take it to a different studio because he's like we're doing it this way and it works so well and the monster although he looks different they still employ like the different makeup techniques to make him look like the monster yeah. and it's just it's just so good, and then the, some of the gags are just perfect. Like the roll in the hay is what that really made me laugh. The the secret door, which yeah, the, the candle. Yes, the candle, yeah. and then and then I, I'm not sure if this falls in audio or cinematography, so I'll include it here. But when they're talking to the mistress of the house, and whenever they say her name, the horses. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's yeah. just so funny, and the way Feldman who plays Igor, like, moves about the scenes and the way that he acts. Apparently, like, oh have been a lot of takes where he was chewing on the fur. Like, they had to, like, reshoot it because he would come away with, like, actual fur in his mouth. But he would keep <laughs> acting and no one else could hold it. It's just... It's just blocked so well to, like, the dance sequence. What I'll include here in cinematography because it's just... It's just shot so great into, like... It's just the meticulous care that Mel Brooks went through to make it look like these old films. Like, it looks like it came from the same time period, even yeah. though it didn't. And it's just... It's just great. It is... It is just awesome. Obviously, I've seen what Mel Brooks can do with color with Blazing Saddles and Producers and Robin yeah. Hood, right? But, like, this is, like, a different skill. It's kind of what Rachel was talking about last week of wanting to see what though that director could have done with a color film. Yeah. Like, we we now we get to see both of those with Mel Brooks, and I don't know like I don't think I've seen a met bad Mel Brooks film, and this right here this isn't my favorite Mel Brooks film because I, I do think Blazing Saddles or producers might clip it, but it's still just
1: I think we might bash heads when it comes to the producers because I will tell you that is the one movie of his
0: I do not like. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I love it so much.
1: Yeah, no, but I mean, I I I agree though. I think that. I mean, I agree with everything you said. Really, like the visual gags <laughs> are like perfect, like the hump. For the, the hump, everybody knows the hump if you've seen this movie because it's. Was are like,
0: getting ready to go down the basement, and he says, "Do you want to button up your uh, robe?" <laughs> just, <laughs> just like these little throwaway things. Yeah. And again, it, it ties into audio, which I know we're getting to next. But like it's so there, fucking good
1: there was like there's a certain i mean okay yeah I'll, I'll say it for you but yeah they're like everything is shot fantastically here i mean it, it is like done it's not filmed like a comedy no it's filmed like a universal horror movie with comedic effects and yes comedic acting
0: in that it is all. perfectly stated
1: yeah it could because like yeah the, oh man fuck this movie is it's it's great i got nothing else to say it's great
0: it's a 10. Yeah, I agree. Audio is yours.
1: Uh, I think everybody fucking nails it out of the park.
0: Everybody. Every everybody. person from the little girl who's on screen for three seconds to the monster in Gene Jean, Jean Wilder. just
1: oh, dude. Like, God just damn. Somehow I forgot about the whole darts throwing scene. <laughs> and that is like cat. one of my favorite scenes now. Just like when he's like... When Gene, uh, <laughs> Gene Wilder's, like, turned around, he, like, just runs up and, like, stabs all the <laughs> in and just, like, makes the noise. It's fucking, dude, this, the acting in this is, like,
0: wildly superb. I just, I, I when I was watching with Devin, uh, we watched it on Sunday and we were talking about it. And I was trying to think in my head, Justin, what modern actor has such different roles like Gene Wilder did? just every single role even with how varied they are across the spectrum where he just he's Gene Wilder but he's like different like Jim Carrey maybe would be one who would come to mind
1: yeah well but see here's the thing is I didn't really like uh, some of Jim Carrey's serious
0: serious movies yeah me either either. the
1: number 23 or whatever I can't say in that movie
0: (laughs) hot take i thought eternal sunshine of the spotless mind was a bad movie i've never seen it <laughs> you don't waste yeah. Your time
1: yeah well but, but i don't know like i'm trying to i'm trying to sit here and think like maybe well oh no.
0: how about this what is your favorite bit or your favorite scene
1: from this yeah oh shit i mean I love putting on the Ritz, but uh, yes. probably if it's not putting on the Ritz.
0: I think we both agree putting on the Ritz is probably the best. Yeah. But that's to the side, though.
1: Okay. Oh, shit. Um, I love the hump kegs, but it's, it's got to go down to that dart. It's got to go down to like the darts scene, uh, specifically the one I mentioned. Um...
0: So for me, there's two. Okay. It's the walk this way, because yeah. I did not remember that at all. So he started doing that, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> so dumb. And then the other one, another scene that I forgot, was the bookcase. Yeah. Like, that could have been so stupid. And it just wasn't. Yeah,
1: it's because there's like a like a caliber of acting behind the comedy. Mm-hmm. That like really raises it up and ma- makes it not just like a stupid slapstick joke.
0: And I was to put on the Ritz is great, but the score too harkens back to the old universal films and it's yeah. just it's just great in the sound effects i'm sure they probably used what what was it that i said it was called the lightning castle or whatever oh. it was
1: oh yeah it was like it was like trademarked uh yeah it was it was, it was like, tm'd it was least, like outside castle lightning me see if i can find that
0: note <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um because it was the first time it was used do do, 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 Castle Lightning Strike. Lightning Strike. Castle Lightning. Castle Thunder.
1: Castle Thunder. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Castle, Castle thunder, thunder sound effect. Right here. Yeah. I'm looking yep. at it
0: now. But, yeah. It, it's just... This is... It's so good. I gave it a 10 as well. Yeah. I gave it a 10 as well. All right. How scary slash funny. So, I have two takes for this.
1: Okay. Because I know how funny I found it, and I know how funny my son found it or sure or michelle found it um i think i find this movie like gut busting basically like i yes. was laughing a lot during this movie, a lot more than i remember do i think it's the funniest no i think some of it hits really hard and really funny um my son on the other hand, on the other hand didn't find it a lot of a lot of it funny found like the hump thing kind of funny um putting on the ritz he thought was funny but other than that like nothing um, Michelle was like bored watching this. Oh, oh no. Yeah, she was like on TikTok. Um, <clears throat> goddamn TikTok. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I do think this is very funny. I don't think I think it's hard, it would be hard to watch for the cuz I mean, you when you go into a comedy movie, you like go for the laughs. Yes. I think it would be hard to like for a first timer go and watch this if I'm being honest. Because I think there are funnier movies and funnier Mel Brooks movies as well. Uh, okay. I'm not saying go watch Blazing Saddles because a oh, whole fuck that has not aged well. I think it's funny, but not the racial stuff that is. Well, see, I boy. think
0: it's age funny because so much of that racial stuff that we can fun of then is there are still people who think that way.
1: Yeah, it's America, still.
0: <laughs> Ouch. It's, ouch kid tim hortons well (laughs) am
1: i wrong (laughs) no listen i heard turnip man is winning some places okay
0: (laughs) yeah okay so for me yeah the first time i watched this was with my grandpa and i was way younger Mm. and this at the at the time was the only mel brooks movie i saw and just like your son i didn't like it yeah Like some of the bits were funny, right? But like a lot of this, I forgot to time. Yeah, and I didn't watch the producers until a couple years ago. And same with Blazing Saddles. I might have seen Blazing Saddles uh, with my dad when I was younger. The
1: producers is with
0: Matthew Broderick, right? Yeah. No, that's a remake of it.
1: Okay, I've never seen the original. Then
0: I hate the original has Gene Wilder in it.
1: Oh fuck! Okay, I'd be down. Yeah, Yeah,
0: the remake I did
1: not like whatsoever. I haven't
0: seen the remake. So I might I can't speak to that, but interesting. I've never seen the producers then. Oh, good, we'll have a good time then. <laughs> and I think we've done some like what what is what is the, what do they call it the high high horror high what's, like the, ter- what's the term elevated elevated horror, and I don't necessarily think this is elevated comedy by any stretch of imagination. Like I do think if you have an appreciation for what they're parodying it hits better but i do think this is aimed for an, an older audience like old,
1: not like 18 but like
0: like 25 like i would you're out of college like, and you're paying bills <laughs> i would say like 30 plus yeah and I, I i think that that is just consistent like across the board like in order to appreciate some of the gags, again, some of the smaller ones are fine, but I think you need to one appreciate the class, like where it came from. Yeah, because like if you watch Scary Movie and you hadn't seen Scream, you would find it fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like you would just like, what the fuck is going on? And I think the same kind of goes like, same with Cabin in the Woods. You can watch that and have a decent time, but like if you don't know all the shit they're referencing, it's just not going to be as fun. It just won't be. Fuck, oh, I really want to watch Cabin in the Woods. Again. Okay. <laughs> I sure guys Devin and she wouldn't say no um, and I just I, I think this is a fantastic film but going back to what you said there are a couple reasons why the score is lower one is I do think that the target audience for this isn't as broad yeah and I do think there are funnier Mel Brooks movies personally I would agree so with those things in consideration I gave it a seven and a half oh wow you went a lot higher than i did (laughs) justin this movie had like i was it was the day after the dolphins lost i was tired i was just and like this literally just brightened my mood it literally just made me so happy to sit there and watch it and just to laugh the whole time through and again i do think producers and blazing saddles are funnier than this Oh, see, I haven't seen I, think... I haven't seen Spaceballs for a long time, but I remember not liking it the first time I watched it. Um, so... I think
1: I liked I think I liked Spaceballs more. I think this is one of my least
0: favorite ones. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think this is one of my least favorite Mel Brooks
0: Well, when we when you watch producers for this time, I'll I am more than happy. Like, we're going to do it, but I just I remember not liking it. But but no, I have you seen History of the World? No. Holy fuck that's what i'm saying like when we How when i get back from paternity this. leave we're going to have such a great time in the patreon section just <laughs> do a mel brooks movies
1: yeah um but again of the World, it's a one it's a favorite.
0: different audience i i just yes. i think that this is just not meant for everybody and i, I think that does hurt it yeah i, On a I broad think if, broadly if speaking, you are
1: not my age or my father's age you <laughs> won't enjoy this movie um i gave it a four and a half okay um i enjoyed my time with it um and i think it's funny but it is if you are not into the source material i can That's a good see point. it being pretty dry yeah because it's I also think... like that it is also very much mel brooks
0: <laughs> oh it is it is mel brooks to review the scores it got tens and everything up until how scary funny and in that category i gave it a seven and a half justin gave it a four and a half that gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 90. That is not enough, Justin, for it to break the top 10. Oh, wow. However, it is tied with OG Bioshock, The Last of Us Part Two, and the original Outlast. The movies okay. below it are Alien and Aliens. Oh, God. Okay. I can already hear Rachel coming in the DMs. <laughs> And then the movies above it are Jaws, Doctor Sleep, and The Conjuring.
1: Interesting. I haven't seen Doctor Sleep since it came out. Isn't there like a director's cut or something?
0: I, I have no idea. That makes it like longer but better? I mean, it was great. Like I said, for me, the, the reason why that movie will always have a very high spot for me is somehow Mike Flanagan bridged the Stanley Kubrick movie with a Stephen King book and got Stephen King's Blessing
1: yeah that is yeah, it's, it was a good movie but it's, very, it's also one I like it's one of those good movies that I watched once and I don't know if I will ever watch again
0: that has happened to me with some of these AFI movies where I watched it like guess who's coming to dinner like yeah. I gave it a 10 I thought it was fantastic I guess like the third for me so far I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch it
1: yeah it's weird when that happens
0: yeah I guess it's just getting old Fuck. <laughs> i've seen get him to the greek like i said probably 20 or 30 times and it's, it's now
1: good. like it is like it's ingrained in you that that is like a comfort movie so you yeah. know you can go back and watch it time and time again
0: yeah i had yeah, that one in super bad both of those are in that <laughs> super bad so that's our review yeah. of young frankenstein we're gonna head into the closing and tell you guys what's coming up next so next week will be galarian's it is an old ps1 game i know ginger is super excited what i was telling him i was playing it he it brought back a lot of memories because he played it when he was a kid um and then we'll be doing oh so it's gonna be bad then (laughs) like i said i've already started it and then we're watching the body Snatcher from 1945 and then the vincent price house of wax after that is jurassic park but i'm going to try to replay or get back into alan wake 2 Because hopefully the part that was bugged will be patched, so we can get that review out there for everybody. Um, Justin, any thoughts? Anything you want to leave the leave the people with? No. 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 All right. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Patreon, stick around. It's Justin's turn to ask me some questions. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you
1: can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast.
0: As always in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord, It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that.
1: But until next week, see you guys
0: later.